It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's June 28th, and this is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day, and we've got a lot of exciting things going on, not only in Oklahoma City concerning the Thunder, but a lot of really cool things going on with the Locked on Thunder podcast that I will tell you about coming up as this show progresses. In segment number one, we will talk about Paul George and the big news of him opting out of his contract and what that ultimately means for the Oklahoma City Thunder and Paul George possibly going to Los Angeles. The Lakers and the Spurs have resumed talks about dealing Kawhi Leonard to Los Angeles and LeBron James, according to Stephen A. Smith, reached out to Kevin Durant about him possibly becoming a Lakers. So segment number one, jam-packed with a lot of information. Segment number two, we'll talk about the salary structure in Oklahoma City and what bringing everybody back or bringing nobody back means for the Thunder when they're paying the luxury tax, what can they do with Carmelo Anthony, what they probably will and won't do. And that segment too, and I promise you, because that like salary, X's and O's, and and dealing with like the numbers, those aren't my fortes. Issues, topics, straight up entertainment, that's what I do best. Everybody says play to your strength, but I promise you, as long as I am host of the Locked on Thunder podcast, I'll be like I'll be like a, a really good basketball player. I will do my best. To improve what I consider my weaknesses while trying to elevate my strengths and give you the information that you want and desire, not only as a basketball fan and a consumer of this podcast, but as an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. So all the valuable information here, because I want to do my best to make this a one-stop shop for all things Oklahoma City Thunder. And finally, we will wrap up segment number three today, talking about what we didn't learn from Paul George's first episode 
on ESPN about his journey through free agency. So all that's coming up today on the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name's Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a while. I've hosted the Locked on Thunder podcast now for a few months. I'm a credential member of the media. I've been covering this team for five years. Wow, cannot believe it's been that long. I've enjoyed every minute of it. And you can see my handiwork at LockedOnThunder.com as we have audio and video from players, coaches, and front office people. And if you do like what you hear, I say this every podcast, but I really encourage you to do this, especially with all the Paul George drama playing out. Go back and listen to some of our archive stuff and see what I was thinking and how much maybe my mindset changed from one podcast to another, from during the season to after the season. I think all that stuff's kind of fun. And I love the fact that podcasts are on demand, which is the way that we're living our life now. On demand, fitting into your schedule, pause, rewind. Did he say that? Did he not say that? What's he missing? We can do it all here. And I do my best to try and fit this in at a time frame that allows you to get to work and from work or to lunch and from lunch or just wherever you are, that it's all convenient. So if I go a little long today, I apologize for that. If I go a little long ever, I apologize, but I want to make this consumer-friendly. Okay, so with that, I've set up long enough to tell you. I say that every podcast, too. Paul George opted out of his contract today, told the Thunder that he would not exercise his option, and he's going to become a free agent. That's about as shocking as Donald Trump sending a tweet that, criticizes somebody that he feels like is is his enemy at the moment. It's just there's there's nothing to it. What is somewhat concerning, though, if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, is that the Spurs and the Lakers have reopened up talks about Kawhi Leonard. The problem with getting Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers, if you're Magic Johnson, is what do you really have to offer for a guy of that caliber? You've got young guys. You've got Brandon Ingram. You've got Lonzo Ball. You've got Kyle Kuzma. Maybe you have draft picks. But is any of that attractive enough for the Spurs to make the deal now? And that that is that's very key. That word, now. Can the Spurs make the deal now and feel comfortable with what they are getting? Most likely not. And Jalen Rose, I, I always watch Get Up. I think it's a fabulous show. And I, I recommend it to everyone. Um, if you're not watching it on ESPN, but again, I'm a big Mike Greenberg fan, big Michelle Beadle and Jalen Rose fan. Jalen Rose, as always, makes very solid points when it comes to basketball. And that is this. Sam Presti and the Spurs probably in current talks right now because there is the opportunity that both the Spurs and Oklahoma City are going to set Los Angeles up with a super team. And the last thing you want to do, if you're in the same conference as somebody, is create the next dynasty. So, if Oklahoma City's going to lose Paul George, if the Spurs are going to give up Kawhi Leonard and sort of go into rebuilding mode, how best can you do it so the Lakers can't succeed at their ultimate goal which is to win multiple championships. And that's the that's the problem with all this right now. In the very present, we're talking June 28th for Magic Johnson. You acquire Kawhi Leonard. That sits in motion LeBron James coming to the Lakers and then Paul George following. Well, all that sounds great, but you're not going to have much of a bench to, to put around him. Combine that with the fact that according to Stephen A. Smith, 
and I trust him on this one. He says that LeBron James reached out to Kevin Durant about possibly coming to Los Angeles. And for the first time in his career, Kevin Durant is finally acting like the man. And his attitude is, why would I go to Los Angeles? I just won back-to-back finals MVPs. I just beat LeBron James twice. Why would I team up with him when I've got everything good here at Golden State? And here's the thing with Kevin Durant. I don't see him being able to work well with anybody else other than the players that he's around. Because there's no Russell Westbrook-type personality. And I know what you're saying right now. Well, what about Draymond Green? Draymond Green seems like a guy that'll get in your face when he feels the need to. The difference between a guy like Draymond Green and, and Russ is that Russ is always bad cop. There's never a good cop moment with Russ. That's why Carmelo Anthony is is essential to this team, or Paul George, or a guy like Raymond Felton, is because they can always balance Russ out. The gift, and I call this a major gift that a guy like Draymond Green has, and this is one of the reasons I would love to see him in Oklahoma City, is that he has a deep understanding of people. Draymond can not only rip you to shreds, but he's also the same guy that can put his arm around you and tell you how good he is. He's the guy that can give you the pep talk when you need when you need it. He's the guy that can give you the kick in the butt when you need it. He's the guy that can be your friend. He's very multi multifaceted, and he's an asset to anyone. In fact, Draymond Green would be the perfect boss. If you were ever going to work for somebody... Draymond Green would be the guy that you would want to work for because he would ultimately have your back to your enemies and then he would pull you in the office and say, you need to work this out. I had your back on this now. And he would always say, now go make me proud. That's the type of guy you want. Kevin Durant needs a Draymond Green in his life. He needs Steph Curry. LeBron James isn't going to be that. Paul George isn't going to be that. So Kevin's not going to leave. So what does this do for the Oklahoma City Thunder? Well, as Adrian Wojnarowski has pointed out, and as we've thought on this podcast, and as everybody's thinking here in Oklahoma City, there's a very good shot that Paul George comes back to Oklahoma City. But as far as him opting out, it didn't make a whole lot of sense for him to to stick with the contract and get paid $20 million plus, although, God, I'd love to have that kind of deal He wants to opt out and get more money from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And that's something that Sam Presti touched on in his exit interview about PG opting out, what the options are, and and how the Thunder will will and have continued communications with him throughout the season. Um, With respect to, you know, his future, um, this is what I can tell you. Um, You know, from the day that he arrived... Uh, we really made a specific and intentional effort to build a relationship with Paul and his representation built on three things. Collaboration, transparency, and trust. And those um, tenets were followed throughout the year and continue to be. Uh, I feel really strongly about the relationship. I feel great about uh, the communication and the honesty uh, because um, of the way we started the relationship. Uh, And, you know, the fact that PG uh, is extension eligible um, based on the way his contract is set up, and obviously it doesn't make a lot of sense economically for him to look at that, Um, but, um, and we obviously can't have any conversations with respect to a new contract until July, and obviously haven't done that, but it opens up opportunity to have conversation about um, the team, uh, about the future, uh, non-economic, 
about the um, uh, the opportunity to build something, the opportunity to, to, to hear his thoughts of working to continue to enhance the relationship uh, on and off the for- floor with Westbrook, which I think has been a really joy a joy to watch those two guys um, work together and learn each other, especially off the floor. To be honest with you, really become close. Um, and the opportunity to look into that and then also have that dialogue has really encouraged us. It's made us feel good about um, you know where he is in his mind about the Thunder, where he is with his approach to things. And um, again, we're looking forward to the opportunity in, Ju- in July to have uh, you know a more official conversation and one that can uh, be more specific with respect to a deal. But. Um, that window was beneficial for us, I would say that, and I, I really want to commend the um, all parties for the transparency of those conversations and the relationships that have been built. Personally, if I'm Paul George, I don't make the move to Los Angeles if the Spurs end up trading Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James goes there. Being a part of a big three sounds fun. And that's the way business is conducted in the NBA now because we are in the banana boat era. Is Everybody wants to get together like the Justice League and form these super teams and you're going to win multiple championships and you're getting the opportunity to play with your friend. But when you're a guy of Paul George's caliber, being number three isn't very fun. Like if you're a member of the police, like I'll just go police. I, I'm thinking of great trios right here. Like, if, if you're a member of the police, and I don't know, I, like, if you're listening to this, you may have no clue who the police are. But just say that you do have have some idea of who Sting, Stuart Copeland, and Andy Summers are. You don't want to be Andy Summers. Look, he's a great guitarist, a very underrated guitarist. But when you look at the history of what that band is, the two dominant personalities were Sting who people consider to be the most talented, and then Stuart Copeland, the drummer, who probably was the most talented in that band. And both of those guys fought for direction over which way the group should go for years, and ultimately it ended up destroying them, but made for some just incredible music. And their entire library is available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, any streaming service you want. Highly recommend listening to some Police today, because it'll... Not only will it soothe, but it'll blow your mind at just how great that band was. And when you think about all the tension that was going on, it'll blow your mind that much further. But who wants to be three? Everybody wants to be at worst two. And for Paul George, you get that opportunity in Oklahoma City. You don't get that opportunity in Los Angeles. Yes, that's being redundant. But I can't stress that enough. Right now, I do think Paul George is coming back to Oklahoma City. But these next 72 hours are going to be key. And nothing is set in stone. And even if Paul George, as it has been told to me, has put a deposit down for his kid to stay at Heritage Hall, he's a dude that can afford to just put that deposit down and and, and it can go away. And while he may like playing with Russell Westbrook, a well-placed call or text by LeBron James or by Kawhi Leonard or by Kevin Durant or whoever could certainly change his mind. And I have to think that Paul George has a great idea of what he's going to do now, but I don't put it past him or anyone else that as much as you might be sold on an idea, that changes in an instant. It's a lot of fascinating stuff going on in the NBA these days, some stuff that I never thought we would see during our lifetime 
But the balance of Oklahoma City is just hanging right now. And you're Sam Presti, you're Russell Westbrook. Well, Russell's cool. I mean, Russell just signed a five-year Supermax. I mean, that dude, there's nothing that's, that, that he's sweating at this moment. But if you're Sam Presti, the nerves over the next 72 hours are going to completely eat at you. Because so much is out of your control, and I don't care how calm that guy is at a press conference, there's no way this can't get to him. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we will break down the Thunder's options money-wise. If everybody stays, if people leave, what can they do with Carmelo Anthony? It's all coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Some very exciting things going on with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And as we'll tell you, as soon as we get the news on Paul George, I will get a podcast out to you ASAP on that. Just depending on where when it is, where I am physically at that time. But I once we get news on Paul George, there will definitely be a podcast to follow that. So there's a chance you can have two podcasts in a particular day or maybe a podcast over, over the weekend, just depending on what we know about Paul George. Also, uh, with the Locked On Thunder Network, the Locked On Podcast Network, we have some exciting things going on. I don't know exactly what I can say and what I can't say, but I do feel that the brand is going to get bigger and better, and we're going to get out to, to more people. And it's something that I feel like I'm on the ground floor of, and it's just growing. And, and look, I'm a team guy. I'm all a part of the brand. So anything to make the brand bigger I can't help but be excited about, and hey, for you, take this time. Go to LockedOnSports.com and check out everything that we have to offer in the way of podcasts. Local experts on the biggest stories every single day with the Major League Baseball season, NFL, and of course, the National Basketball Association. It's LockedOnSports.com. Okay, Oklahoma City Thunder, and thank you, Eric Horn, for uh, doing all this today. Laying it out. Look, I promise you, my uh, my goal, as long as I do this podcast, is to get a little bit better at the things that I don't feel like I am as strong about. So X's and O's, and of course, understanding the finances of not only the Oklahoma City Thunder, but every NBA team in general. So just looking at what the Thunder can do. And uh, maybe you've read the article, maybe you not, but right, maybe you haven't. Uh, but right now, the Oklahoma City Thunder, if everybody comes back this year, would pay an estimated $130 million in taxpayer money. Wow. That's $130 million. That's just in the luxury tax alone. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it also puts the Thunder into the repeater tax. If everybody comes back, meaning everyone that you're going to pay Carmelo Anthony and he's going to play here and make $28 million. Paul George comes back, makes whatever you're going to pay him, and then Jeremy Grant comes back, 
that's an awful lot of money to pay to not win a championship. And if you're going to go into the repeater tax or you're going to dish out that much money that just essentially goes into a coffer for the benefit of the association, you need to be winning championships. You don't pay that kind of money to finish sixth in the playoff race or even just go to the Western Conference Finals. All that money to just go to the Western Conference Finals is an absolute waste. Not only do I feel that way, but I really hope Clay Bennett feels that way as well. Like, if you're going to spend that kind of money, then you need to be winning some rings. If you're going to go into the repeater tax, win some rings. Golden State's going to go into the repeater tax, but it's worth it for them to go into the repeater tax because they're building a dynasty. So I can understand it. If I'm Sam Presti, and I'm more if I'm Clay Bennett than Sam Presti, I have to have a serious talk with my GM. And I have to just ask him why this is worth it. You've got to sell me on the idea that I'm going to write a $130 million check to the association for bringing guys to come in. One guy we don't even really know about, and it's Carmelo Anthony. And you've got to sell me as to why this works, why, why there's going to be a parade, why we can win a championship. And if you can't do that, then all of a sudden we've got to make some we've got to make some some big time decisions. There's also a chance where the Thunder could buy out Carmelo Anthony. They could stretch his salary over three seasons and you could pay 137 million in salary, but you'd only pay 40 million in taxes if that happens. Okay, that's a hell of a lot more reasonable if I'm if I'm uh Clay Bennett on that. The Thunder would have close to a they would save close to 100 million this year um if they were able to either buy out or they were stretch a salary over 3 years. So there are options there. Um you buy out Carmelo Anthony, you're still paying a lot. Oh, man, I just that 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 thing is just an albatross around your neck. There are also scenarios where obviously if nobody stays, you're still going to pay 125 million in salary and pay a tax of 6 million. And 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 it goes on from there. And these are things that one, I got to get a better understanding of so I can do a better job of conveying the information to you, but for me it comes down to essentially this. Spending money means winning championships. That's ultimately why you do it. And if you're going to spend lavishly and look, let's face it, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do something. I had planned on doing this, but I'm going to do it right now. Here's Sam Presti talking about what the Thunder are willing to spend if everybody comes back. The only way that our team becomes a really expensive team is if Paul George chooses to stay with the Thunder. So if you're asking me if we would like to keep Paul George if he wants to keep his talents in Oklahoma City at the cost that it, that it, that it takes to resign him, the answer to that would be affirmative. Uh, yes, because Paul George is a very unique player. So that's how our team gets extremely expensive. The other way I think you have to look at that is over the course of a 10-year period. Um, over the course of 10 years, our team uh, has had about the 12th or, or 13th highest payroll in the league. So we're in the top half. Teams around us in terms of our total dollars over that 10-year period of time, San Antonio, 
Orlando, the Clippers are kind of in that bookending us. Um, we're about $6 million less than San Antonio in total payment over 10 years. Um, with respect to uh, efficiency of that spending or, or wins per percentage of the cap that's spent, we're in the top three. So San Antonio, Houston, Oklahoma City uh, are, you know, with respect to, like, efficiency of uh the, the winning versus the percentage of the cap you're using are in the top three. So I'd like to think over those ten, that 10-year period of time, um, you know, we've been in the middle of the pack, you know, with respect to payroll, and we are in one of the smallest markets in the league. But I think we've also been economical in that spending. Now, you also have cycles of your team. Um, Russell Westbrook is in the, the prime of his career, uh, and the opportunity to extend what was a, what has been a 10-year um, you know, run to further that is and potentially could come at a great cost. But that cost is not a cost that's going to be going in perpetuity. It could be a one-year significant spend uh, in order to, to retain a player like George in the best years of, of, of Westbrook's career. And it's also not historically something that we've been doing. So you kind of come to these points in time and the, the alternative would be to uh, you know, rebuild the team and go in a different direction. Uh, on the heels of the 16 free agency, we had that choice. We chose to keep competing. We chose to keep going to see if we could find a way to stay at an elite level. Uh, I understand. We're disappointed. The, the year did not go to the level that we want. But the foundation that we have and the ability to keep a player like Paul George, given the fact that we've were you know eleven or twelve over the over the course of ten years, it could take that for a year, in order to continue the the, the ten year run, and it hasn't been something we've been doing for a long time. So, um, the answer is is that's how we get expensive, um, and the to, the other part of your question was, um, does the performance of this particular year's team, uh, again, I think, I don't know that you can really look at it that way, uh, only for this reason. I don't think that's a reflection on whether or not Paul George is a good player. Russell Westbrook is a good player. Steven Adams is a good player in terms of foundationally. And I also don't think that we really saw the full team because, one, of the lack of continuity, that empirically um, teams take bumps with, re with regard to their net just by keeping the group together. Uh, we went from a zero to a three. We can expect, a, based on history, a little bit of a bump there. Factor in Robertson, a little bit of a bump there. Um, I think we'll be a better team. I also think that continuity-wise for Billy, I think there's a lot of things that line up to say, um, you know, you should probably run this back and give it an opportunity. And, you know, from there, then you might have to make some tough decisions. But um, I don't think it's a tough decision if Paul George wants to stay with the Thunder, given the fact that how he fits with our... Spinning lavishly is great, but I have to have tangible results and by results it's not what you're giving me right now so if we're doing it now all of a sudden I've got to, I've got to ask if I'm Clay Bennett if I'm bringing everybody back is Billy Donovan the coach and you've already said Billy Donovan's coming back next season so is he the guy that can lead us there Carmelo Anthony can't get it done what are our options do how do we stretch how do we buy him off who can we get in his place there's just there more questions than answers right now if Paul George doesn't come back, 
what is then our next move and do the thunder start talking about rebuilding and I know some people think that that's crazy to talk about rebuilding right now but I would rather go through a rebuilding process hit the reset button start it all over instead of wallowing in mediocrity for the next four or five years and the best that you can ever hope for is to just get into the playoffs and knock on wood make a run that doesn't doesn't do a whole lot for me as a fan doesn't do a whole lot for those of us that, that end up covering the team. Tough decisions for the Oklahoma City Thunder to make. Unfortunately, I don't think Sam Presti right now can give us or Clay Bennett the answers that we want. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We're part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Coming up next, what we didn't learn from Paul George and the first part of his three-part miniseries on, on ESPN. What Paul George, again, what he didn't say concerning the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you very much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast today. I am Eric G., your very gracious and humble host. Paul George will have part two of his three-part miniseries with ESPN tonight as he is dominating a lot of the free agent talk right now as well as LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. And in his first part of this this series, this three-part series, Paul George did say that he feels like there's unfinished business here here with Oklahoma City. And all that's fine and well. But again, what Paul George didn't say is just because he feels like there's unfinished business, it doesn't guarantee that he will come back. So as good as we feel about it, Paul George again, and you've got to give him a lot of credit for this, or at least I give him a lot of credit, I guess you don't have to, is he's very well-crafted in everything that he said. And think about your work. I mean, you may be at a, at a job, like especially if you're doing sales, and there's an account that you've worked on for years, and you've been successful at getting other accounts, you've brought a lot of money into your company, but there's one that you've just really worked on for years, but for whatever reason... It just, it never happened. You were just never able to close that deal no matter how great a salesperson you were and no matter how good the client was. You eventually get offered a job to go work someplace else that can be more money for you and your family. You may feel like there's unfinished business, but you're not going to take that other opportunity just to get that one sale. 
okay, and you may be like, I'll, I'll do it radio-wise. You may be working at a radio station and you've worked really hard and the ratings have been good and you've made a connection with your audience, but you didn't beat your competitor. You got close, but you never beat them. And there's another opportunity that comes along. Maybe it's a chance to go to a bigger market. Maybe it's a chance to go back home. Do you feel like there's unfinished business? Yeah, you feel like there's unfinished business, but you might still go ahead and and move on and say, yeah, I wish I'd accomplished that, but for me, right now, it's just better to be in that situation. So we didn't learn anything. There wasn't anything you didn't already know about Paul George that he said or didn't say in the first part of that. And we will hear part two tonight on ESPN, and then part three will come up after Paul George decides that he's either staying in Oklahoma City or going to Los Angeles. And whatever Paul George decides, we'll be here on Locked on Thunder to give you that opinion. And you can already see that there there are billboards out there about him. Artists are getting really creative about Paul George. Everybody's, uh, Everybody's involved in the recruiting process now of making sure he stays in Oklahoma City. Paul George knows he's loved. That part he can he just cannot deny. Kevin Durant knew knew it. Oklahoma City loves the Thunder, loves their players. Now it's just a matter of not so much is that loved return. It's just a matter of what this guy wants and who ultimately he wants to play with. Today I think he's coming back. <laughs> I may have a different answer for you tomorrow. And I will go out and read the tea leaves and look into my magic kaleidoscope and continue to look at the Thunder's financial situation. And we'll talk more about this tomorrow here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. As always, everybody love everyone. Because you can never be too much love in this world. And remember, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.